Hey, listen, I may not know you personally. We may only know each other through this online Facebook community slash place to hang out and be bombarded with advertisements <laughs> and lots of craziness. But here's the deal. We're human. And I just made a reply to my aunt. My aunt follows some of my things that I post and I posted something about, look, it's your life. Live your life on your terms. Now, my aunt is only, I don't even know, eight, nine years older than me. My mom was 17 when I was born. So my dad was 19. It was my dad's younger sister. And the point is, she said, Tom, living my life on my terms has caused a lot of friction. Your dad was disappointed in me. My parents were disappointed. My, my siblings were disappointed. It's caused a lot of friction. And so I, I made a reply that I think is pertinent to her and pertinent to you, everyone. Ricardo, what's up, brother? Good to see you. Um, looking forward to connecting sometime soon. Keep up the great stuff. I know you're up to some amazing things. So here's the bottom line. It's your life. And it's brief. And at the end of this journey, uh, and, and I'll fast forward. So at the end of the, the reply that I'll get into a little bit here, I put the Tim McGraw song, Live Like You Were Dying, linked to that. And I would, I would encourage you to go listen to that. Go to YouTube, type in Tim McGraw, Live Like You Were Dying. Because here's the rub. I'm not diagnosed with anything. You're not diagnosed with anything. And maybe you are as you cross paths with this. But the bottom line is, as humans, we're all diagnosed with being human. And we all get out of here in a casket or burned up and put in a, a urn. That's our destination. No one has ever bucked that system. Well, you know, uh, we won't get into the, to the, the religious aspect of that. <laughs> but only one person supposedly has broken that system, broke the matrix. So all of us end up there. None of us make it out of here alive. So live like you were dying because you are, because I am. Regardless of us having a healthy bill of health right now, there will come a day, there will come a time when we have our last breath. I was there for my mother's last breath at 52. I was there for my father's last breath at 56, two years later, both diagnosed and gone of cancer quickly. Are there some things they wish they would have done? Absolutely. Do they have some regrets? Absolutely. I had my near-death experience a few years before watching them have their last breath. And I've lost some grandparents and other friends and family as well, but I was there specifically with their last breath. And what I have learned from my near-death experience and being there for my parents is none of us have a, an idea of when that last day is. It could be today for any of us. We all get confused thinking we're owed today or we're owed a tomorrow or a next week or next month. The reality is none of us are owed another minute, another hour. And when we can grasp that and come to peace with that, what will happen is we will recognize time is our most precious and ever fleeting asset. And versus wasting it, we will choose to invest it and use it properly. Think about that. Are you wasting your time or are you investing your time? Well, if you're here watching this, my hope is you categorize this as investing your time. So congratulations. My hope is to share some insights with you that can hopefully connect some dots in here, tell you some things you already know to remind you to live your freaking life before you can't. It's your life. It's not your parents' life. It's not your spouse's life. It's not your brother's or sister's or cousin's life. It's your life. Are you living it on purpose? Are you living it following what you know is yours to do? Or are you suppressing it and leading a fake life? And going through the drudgery and like, oh, another day. No. 
holy crap, I have another day. 150,000 people didn't have today. They Yesterday was their last day, whether they knew it or not. Roughly 150,000 people die every day. And the, the rub is none of us know when our day is. So the key from my perspective is to have friends like me who shake you and say, live your freaking life. What are the things that are yours to do? Stop putting them off and start doing them. Are you feel called to fire up a video and start talking to people? Then do it. Do you feel called to write some things down and make some posts and share some things that you're passionate about? Then do it. Do you love what you're doing? Do more of it. Do you dislike what you're doing and you have this inner desire and knowing that you're supposed to be doing this thing over here? Start exploring that. Start looking into that. Start seeing how you can start planting seeds now to be doing that and living and leading the life that's yours to live. Are you pushing away and pushing down your dreams because those around you are telling you that you can't do that or that's not what you're supposed to do, but you know inside that's what yours to do, do it. We all will have that time. I was there for my mother. I was there for my father's last breath. We're all going to have it. And we're either going to have regrets or we're going to have the feeling of wanting to high five everybody that was around us because we went for it. We've got memories that we created by following the path that we knew was ours to take. We stepped out of our comfort zone. We followed that intuition boldly and the steps unfolded for us. And guess what? There's always going to be chaos. There's always going to be difficulties and challenges. That's part of this game of life. It's part of Mario Kart, Mario Brothers. It's part of life. And you have different levels in Mario Brothers. You have different levels in life. The levels you're handling right now, you a year ago and five years ago couldn't have handled. And, and you know, I know for me, when I hear that statement, we aren't given any problems or challenges we can't handle. Sometimes we're like, whoop, 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 time out. I think you have me mistaken with someone else because I can't handle this. Well, the reality is you can. You're dealing with it and you can handle it because you're a kick butt problem solver. You're still here. You've solved all those problems in the past that it looked like there was no light at the end of the tunnel. And if you did see a light, it was a train coming to run your butt over. You didn't think there was any light. You, d you thought this is it. This is the end. Start singing some some uh, sound. This is the end. <laughs> the doors. <laughs> We've all been there. And, and you may be in that spot right now. Because like I said, chaos and challenges never go away. Matter of fact, they get harder. Each year, another level we progress, we become more emotionally capable, mentally capable, physically, all that to handle the larger challenges that we couldn't have handled a year ago. So you're capable of it. You're a kick butt problem solver. You've gotten through all the levels so far. So when you look at this and say, you know what? This one confounds me. This situation right now, man, I didn't see this coming. This one really has me struggling. And I'm starting to think there might not be light at the end of the tunnel. But guess what? I've thought that many other times before. So I'm going to narrow it down, whether it's a health issue for yourself, your family, your friends, whether it's a relationship issue with yourself, your family, your friends, or a financial issue with yourself, your family, your friends, or a combination of those, or the trifecta, all three that you're dealing with. We've all been there, right? Where you had health, relationships, and finances falling apart right in front of your face. The world was crumbling, but you lived through it somehow, some way, even when you didn't think you could. So I get it. I understand. I look around. The world is not what we grew up in. This is that we we transition into the twilight zone. We transition into Black Mirror. This is a make-believe crazy level that we're in. Yet there are rules. Similar to how when I woke up in Marine Corps boot camp, when I went there in 1993, January 1993, 
that was another Twilight Zone different rule scenario. Like, holy crap, these are different rules. I either follow the rules or it's going to be very difficult for me. So what are the rules and how can I win? So this life, this journey is like Marine Corps boot camp. It took a twist and turn that none of us got on the bus to get to. But here we are off the bus and wondering what the heck is going on. This isn't the world I grew up in. These rules aren't the rules that I was used to. This is new. Well, guess what? You can either have fear when this happens. Like a lot of people were fearful when we were at Paris Island, South Carolina, boot camp, United States Marine Corps. Or you can say, holy crap, I better figure this out soon or I'm going to go crazy. I would recommend you take the latter and say, you know what? All right, new rules, great. Time for me to shine. And with the new rules, guess what? There needs new leadership. There's going to be a lot of confusion. There's going to be a lot of uncertainty. So if I can figure out these rules and step into that leadership role and say, hey, guess what? Here's where we are. Here's where we're going. And here's the plan to get us there. I did just that in the United States Marine Corps boot camp. Halfway through this three-month journey, from me being that leader who would rally the people at the end and say, look, we got to come together as a team. You know, y'all are bickering. That shit's got to get over. Like, because we can't have that bickering holding us back from accomplishing what's ours to accomplish. So y'all need to squash that or we're going to have some difficulties. And this is talking amongst my peers in the platoon, not with the drill instructors around. This is afterwards. Like, look, y'all, whatever you got going on, you got to get over that shit. We don't have time for that. We've got to come together because when we come together, we're unstoppable. But right now with that division going on and this little argument over here, I don't know what your problems are over here, but you got to get over it. Get over it quick. We don't have time. I'm not getting punished anymore for your bullshit. So get over it and let's get together as a team and let's win this mother effing thing. And we did. Pulled people together with religious differences, with societal differences, with ethnic differences. We pulled all that together, the melting pot of Marine Corps boot camp. And my platoon, 3028, which graduated April 2nd, 1993 out of uh, Paris Island, South Carolina, we won the drill. We won the rifle range highest score. We won the physical fitness tour, the, the triple the trophies, the, the trophies you can win. We won them all. But we also won the, phys, the test, sit down and take the test. Because myself and others rallied everyone together, squashed the beef, and pulled together. Together, we're unstoppable. Divided, we will fail miserably. And what saddens me now is because of all this crazy chaos that's being stirred up in the media, being stirred up in... Uh, exacerbating the fear. There's a lot of people worried. There's a lot of people uncertain. I get it. But what that's doing is, is breaking up and having all these little beefs and all these little fights and all these little squabbles, which is pulling us apart, dividing us. And the same thing applies that applied in boot camp. We either come together, squash that crap and recognize we're in this together. We have this one goal that we're striving for. And if we, if we can't come together, we're screwed. Now, is that true in, in society? Are we all going to come together? I'm not sure if that's ever happened in human history, but a good portion of us must. And so that's the deal. So here's my just sharing this with you to help you recognize if you're going through stuff right now, you're not alone. The world is going through stuff. If you're going through health issues with yourself or your family, guess what? Most everyone in the world is. If you're going through some relationship issues with yourself, or extended family and friends, guess what? Most everyone is. If you're going through financial situations with yourself or your extended friends and family, most everyone is. It's a unique time in history. 
And if you're not in that right now, you're probably just coming out of one of those or there's one right around the corner. Not saying that in a fearful thing. That's just the mixture of life. Chaos is mixed into this journey we call life. Without chaos, it'd be boring as crap. Chaos helps us hone our skills, helps us become that better problem solver, helps us get more challenges out of life. If we didn't have the chaos, there wouldn't be any challenges. It would be pretty daggum boring. So that's the ingredient of life. So you need to expect it. And versus being fearful of it, use your kick-butt problem-solving capabilities. You're smart enough to be connected here, which tells me you're not wasting your time elsewhere. So congratulations. This hopefully is helpful. This is an investment of time versus wasting the time, which most of people in society do. So you're already different from the rest or else you wouldn't be here. Who the hell is this Tom Beal guy? What the hell is he talking about? This is crazy. Let me get back to Jerry Springer-like shows. That's an old reference, but I don't even know who the new reference is now. I don't plug into that nonsense. So you're here. You're different. Congratulations. What, we're the island of misfit toys. <laughs> we think differently. We problem solve differently. And we lead differently. So you're going through stuff. Good. Here's your badge. Congratulations. So is everyone else. Get over it, get focused, and get clear on where are you and where are you going. When you're clear on that, just like an Uber, if you call an Uber, they need to know where are you and where are you going. When you're clear on that in your life, where are you and where are you going in your health, your relationships, and your finances, and you have a, a brief plan. You need to know every, every step, but a brief plan. Hey, here's where I want to go. You're now setting that intention, and that intention will help you continue to think, speak, and act in accordance with that. So that you'll be on path to progressively realizing that, that goal, that intention, one step, one day at a time. Boom. What's mine to do right now? As long as you know that, you're progressively realizing it. But you have to get clear. Where am I and where am I going? You don't need to know the exact, I'm going to that, just, just pick a state or a town in that Uber analogy. You don't even know the exact address yet. Hey, I need to go there. And you'll figure out the more minuscule details on the journey. And then when you're doing that, you now know those, those bearings. You know what your trajectory is. You know how to think, speak, and act. And when you remain focused on that, you tap into what Earl Nightingale calls the strangest secret in the world. We become what we think about most of the time. If you're thinking about where you want to go and where your journey is leading you most of the time, that will become your reality. So... There's a lot of people out there going through some crazy stuff, losing family members, you know, losing and losing family members lives. Like so the health issue, having fear and worry and concern over health at a much more exacerbated level than I've ever experienced in my lifetime. In all this chaos and division, losing some friends, losing some family members, meaning miscommunicating, dis, disassociating with because of the divisive fear that's being planted in society. That's going to happen. Some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. You can't get all caught up in that. Hey, you know what? I don't understand what, what's going on with Uncle Frank or Aunt Sally or, or my, co you know, my cousin or my brother, or whatever, but it's their life. They're going to live it the way they want. Apparently, we, we agree to disagree on things and that's not acceptable. So whatever. Some will, some won't. So what? I personally have many friends who vehemently disagree with my stance on many different topics, but we also have that respect, have that uh, uh, appreciation for one another to where we can get over that and still be friends. I have other friends that can't get over it and we're no longer friends, whatever. 
That happens. That happens. You have to stay strong and focused on, hey, here's where I'm going. And guess what? I love God with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul. I love myself. I love my my spouse, my children, my family, my friends, my neighbors as if they were me. And I love my enemies. I love my haters. I wish them well. What, what pisses me off is when I see people wishing ill on other people. And that's just, that's just a waste of time. It doesn't piss me off. It just saddens me. That's just like, and what they don't recognize is it's going to come back to hurt them more so than it will ever hurt the other person. So it's like them drinking poison, wishing the other person dies, uh, but they don't get that. So they can continue on wishing ill on other people while they poison their own living in, in, in the journey. But that's their life too. God bless them. I wish them well. So we're in these unique times. You need to step up as your leader for yourself. The main leader that you need to step up for is the one looking back at you in the mirror. You need to give yourself pep talks. You need to give yourself some hope. You need to give yourself some inspiration, even if you're going through some of the most difficult challenges you've ever been through in your life. Tom, all those other ones where there was no light in the tunnel, don't stack up. All of them combined don't equal what I'm going through now. I get it. Join the club. You're not the only one. And I'm saying this not, not to minimize what you're going through, but I deal with some of the most well-known, respected, uh, authority authors, trainers, speakers in the world. And you know many of them have amazing trajectories in their business, but there's other things in their life that are uh, serious situations that they're putting a lot of time, energy, and attention towards because they're important. Nobody is immune to difficulties and challenges. Matter of fact, the larger the success, what's the, what's the rap song? More money, more problems. Not just a lyric to a song, that's reality. So nobody's exempt from problems. Nobody's exempt from challenges. Everybody's going through them in their own unique way. So you need to look yourself in the mirror, pump yourself up, give yourself some hope, give yourself some inspiration, say, you know what? You're still here. You live through all the other bullshit that you went through your whole life. You'll get through this bullshit here too. I don't know how yet, but I know you will. <laughs> and I'm saying that because I've had that conversation myself in the mirror. I know I'll pull through this. Right now, I don't see how that's going to happen. And that's okay. But I know I will eventually. This too shall pass. I don't know how, but it shall. So in the meantime, what the heck is mine to do right now? What's not mine to do is sit around pouting and crying and, and being the victim. What's mine to do is determine, here's where I am. Here's where I want to go. I'm going to focus on where I want to go and discern what's mine to do right now. What's the one step I can do right now? And for me, sometimes that's turning on this video and, and just speaking. And hopefully connecting with you on the other side, whether you're here live or whether you're watching the replay. So that you're like, you know what? I'm glad this crossed paths with me because it gave me exactly what I needed to hear. You're going to pick yourself up. You're going to dust yourself up. You're going to stand tall. You're going to pump yourself up. You know what? It's time for me to take some action. What's mine not to do is to take no action. What's mine to do is to take some action. Now it's up to me to figure out what action is it that's mine to do for myself, most importantly. Just like we talk about on the airplanes. Well, not we. I'm not an airplane uh, I, I fly, I used to fly a lot, haven't flown that much in the last couple of years. But when you hear that airplane thing, what do they say? When If the, the mask are to fall down, put your mask on first before you help others. You've got to take care of the leadership of yourself first. If you're not getting yourself up and ready and pumped up and taking the proper actions, you're letting yourself down. 
You're letting your family down. You're letting your friends down. You're letting your business down. You're letting it all down. You got to take care of yourself. Mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Give yourself the proper attention to help others at the level that you're capable of helping them. So, congratulations. You got stuff going on. And, and maybe, you know, it's not the most difficult that you've ever dealt with. Maybe you've dealt with much more difficult. But if, and you know what, Tom? Hey, everything's freaking glamorous. It's literally rainbows and unicorns right now. Well, this too shall pass applies there too. Chaos awaits. I'm not saying in a fearful manner. I'm just saying this too shall pass isn't just for difficult things. It's for when everything is unicorns and rainbows and you got the Midas touch. Like, man, I am unstoppable. Everything is amazing. My health, my relationships, my finances is all amazing. Remember what we talked about at the beginning. Live like you're dying because regardless, if you have a clean bill of health right now, none of us get out of here alive. Guess what? We all are dying. Every single day is one less day we have left in this journey and we don't know how many of those are. We don't know when we're escorted out of this most amazing amusement park in the universe. Could be today, could be tomorrow, could be next week, could be next month, could be next year, could be next decade. We don't know. Isn't that interesting? So the key is you better make the most of it while you're here or not. That's your choice. It's your life. You could be at the greatest amusement park in the universe and sit in the corner pouting and crying if you want. Not me. Not me. When me and my family go to the music park, we know exactly where we're going next. And I would encourage you to know where you're going next. When we're, when we're going in, the gates are just open. Hey, what's the first ride we're going to? We know. We've agreed upon it. And we're walking with purpose, if not jogging, to that first ride. And when it's over, when we're done, hey, what are we doing now? What's the next ride we're going to? Are we going to ride this again? Or are we going to the next one? So that's what we do at a normal amusement park. What would we do in this human journey in the greatest amusement park in the universe here on earth, wouldn't you want to know where you're going next? Wouldn't you want to walk with purpose, maybe jog, maybe run, maybe sprint to that next place because you're so excited for what's next? And if you don't have that excitement, I would ask you to sit down with a pad and paper and figure out what would jazz you up, what would fire you up, what is something that gets you pumped up and excited about? That is where it begins, that burning desire within you of knowing this is what's mine to do. I don't care if there's a whole bunch of competitors in there. I don't care if it's if it's there's no competitors. You'd probably want something where there's a lot of competitors. But the good news is by you stepping into there with your burning desire, with your personality, your experience and your perspective, you are unique right off the bat, right off the bat, right out of the gate. Nobody is like you because nobody has your unique personality, experience and perspective. And when you have that burning desire, they're going to feel that passion. They're going to feel you know what the heck you're talking about. They're going to know you care. You give a damn. Some will like it. Some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. So this is just a little inspirational pep talk for you because I believe in you. I know that you're capable of so much more. You know that too. If you look in the mirror, I don't care what level of success you have. I don't care. I'm talking to my friends out there that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars right now. That's nothing compared to what you're capable of. This is just the tip of the iceberg. You're capable of so much more. And not just results. Everything. You're capable of so much more health, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. You're capable of so much more fulfilling relationships, personally, professionally, and socially. You're capable of so much more in your financial growth, in your today money, tomorrow money, and contribution. I don't care what you're doing now. You're capable of so much more. You know it. I know it. 
You're also a kick-butt problem solver. Don't ever forget that. You've made it through the difficult challenges of the past. This challenge that you may be facing now may be a cinch for you, or it may be the one. It's like, yeah, this is the one. There's no light at the end of this tunnel. Well, there is. One step at a time. And maybe there isn't. Who knows? But the bottom line is that song that I referenced in the beginning, Live Life Like You're Dying by Tim McGraw. We are. Time is brief. This ticket here at the greatest amusement park in the universe has an expiration where we don't know. They can come grab us at any time and wheel us out of here. So we better make the most of it while we can. You don't hopefully want to be sitting around pouting and whining and crying in a corner when the greatest amusement park in the world, in the universe, is waiting for you to, to explore it and to make your mark on it and to do what's yours to do. So there you go. Hopefully, this inspires you. Hopefully, this connects some dots in your brain. Hopefully, you agree that you're capable of so much more. Now is the time for a plot twist. Now is the time for you to say, <laughs> watch this. My friends and family in the world is going to be like, holy crap, who is this person? Where do they come from? All of a sudden, now they're, they're healthy. They're eating right. They're moving right. They're, they're taking the right actions for their health. They're reading. They're writing. Who's this person? What's going on? They're cutting back on their TV. They're cutting back on the fear. They're cutting back on focusing on things they don't want. They're focusing on, A, they're gaining clarity on what they want, and B, they're giving it their focus and attention. Who the heck are these people? I don't know them. What'd you do? Like the invasion of the body snatchers. They think someone came and took you and replaced you with something else because you're on purpose, because you have that burning desire, because you're changing some of those habits that weren't serving you into an investment of the time that will serve you and your future and your friends and your family much more than what your current actions and habits are. And the same thing for your relationships. Who's this person who's showering me with, with love and kind words and kind actions and, and doing things that they haven't done in decades? Who is this person? Where, who are you and what'd you do with my husband? What'd you do with my wife? I don't know who you are. What's going on here? What are you up to? Those are the conversations I hope you're planting in your mind that would be fun to create those memorable moments with those you care most for. Think of that plot twists and also the plot twists in the financial situation. You know, maybe you haven't been following certain plans that you know you're capable of, and maybe that hasn't led to the, the financial results and returns that you were hoping for. What if you started to do what you knew would help you grow and protect your wealth? What if you were taking those steps that would help you show yourself your family, your friends, what you're truly capable of when you put your time, energy, and effort into growing and protecting your wealth. And what if you started to see some results that were like, whoa, your friends and family are, you know, that, you, that you share it with, they're like, man, wow, you put some time and attention to this and look at the returns they're getting. Holy cow, this is impressive. And we're not doing it to get out there and, and showboat and all that fun stuff. You're doing it because you're stepping into who you truly are capable of being, which is much, much more than what you're currently realizing, what the world is currently seeing, what you're seeing back in the mirror. You know you're capable of much more. And I'm saying this, speaking to myself as well. I'm putting things in action that are going to be that plot twist in all those areas. Like, whoa, who's this person? Similarly to how in Marine Corps boot camp, I just kind of stayed behind the scenes. I didn't want the, the drill instructor's attention. I just wanted to be quiet out of their view and not get picked on. That was the goal. But what happened was as I was leading and bringing people together, they're like, you, you're the guide. 
crap, I didn't want to be the guide. <laughs> that's that's now you're the main focus. When and this was halfway through platoon or halfway through boot camp, three months, so about a month and a half into it, I'm now the guide. Guides rotated a lot, about every week, week and a half. Halfway through, one and a half months in, I was the guide for the remaining half of boot camp, one and a half months. And when I came in as the guide, in the beginning, when the platoon messed up, the platoon paid the price, everyone together. When I came in at halfway through boot camp, when the, when the platoon messed up, the guide paid the price. The platoon watched as I got punished for their mess ups. I didn't want that, but it turned me into a different leader turn me into squashing more of the beef. It turned me into letting them know, hey, if you're giving me your all, you can watch me get punished all day long. But if you're slacking, if you're not giving your all and I'm out there getting punished, we're going to have some serious problems. So that's my commitment to you. You give your all, I will get punished for you all day long. You don't give me your all and the platoon your all and I'm getting punished for you slacking, that's not flying for me. We're going to have some serious issues to deal with. And I wasn't the most physically intimidating, but I did prove myself with my wrestling skills that I could handle people that were way larger and way more intimidating than me. And so even though I don't have that intimidating uh, posture or physique, I backed it up and proved to them by taking out some of the biggest people in the platoon they didn't want to mess with me. <laughs> that doesn't always work in civilian world. So I wouldn't recommend trying those types of techniques, but you get the gist. It's time for you to show yourself what you're capable of. I have some cool things coming up. I'm working with one of my heroes. We just had a, a chat yesterday. It was, was fantastic. Jeffrey Gittimer. He and I crossed paths in 2001. Fun backstory. But... We crossed paths when I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina as a publisher of the North Carolina Home Book for anyone looking to build, remodel, or decorate the million dollar plus home. And he lived in Charlotte. We, we, had, we connected there. But when we connected to when we met, September 11th happened. So literally 20 years ago. We, we talked in July 20 years ago and we met face to face in December 20 years ago after September 11th hit. And we were chatting yesterday and, and, and we, we stayed in touch for many years. We, you know, it was, it was cool. I, I brought Mike Phil same down to his office in, in 2005, uh, along with Brad Fallon and Polly Sable. And we helped strategize on some ways to grow his email list at that time back in 2005. And then Mike and I would stay in touch with him as Mike and I were doing events around the world. He was doing events and it was just a fun few years. We stayed in touch, but then we lost touch for a few years. Now we're back in touch. Long story short, he's the best-selling sales author of all times. You probably saw his books, The Sales Bible, The Little Red Book of Selling, The Little Red Book of Sales Answers, The Little Black Book of Connections. I'm in that book. He mentions me in that one when I introduced him to NFL Hall of Fame quarterback Jim Kelly um, and a whole bunch of other books. Yes Attitude, you want to get his Yes Attitude book. So look up Jeffrey Gittimer. The man is amazing. And 20 years ago, we had 9-11 going on. Now we've got this... Uh, what, I don't even know what to call this. This is the Black Mirror episode version of life we're in right now. So it's, we, we joked about, yeah, 20 years ago, we had 9-11 going on. Now we got this, this Black Mirror uh, Twilight Zone episode going on. So it's time to unite and do some amazing things. So he's going to help me craft my book. We're throwing around some different titles, but uh, one of the at least chapters that's going to be in it is called I Am Me, F You. I Am Me. F U, the letter F, the letter U. And what's that mean? Uh, fully and unapologetically. 
I am me, F you, dual entendre, right? Dual, dual meaning. I am me, F you. Like I'm going to live my life fully and unapologetically. And I hope to inspire you do, to do the same. So I bought the domain. I am me, F you. I'm using my friend, uh, Mike Phil Sames and, and John Cornetta and Matt Seralta and Donna Fox's and Joe Jablonski, all the team at Groove. I built it in a Groove manner and you can go check it out at I am me. FU.com. I A M M E F U, the letter F, the letter U.com. Check it out, have some fun. And if you want to learn more, there's a, a way for you to, to go through something I call, uh, well, it's, it's a, a survey. It's a, a mini success survey, success intake survey that it takes about 15 minutes, but it's asking you questions that most people don't ask. And we are living the life that we're living right now based on the questions we ask ourselves. So when you ask yourself those questions, you're going to have some breakthroughs just going through that. And that's it. You, you complete that. You're going to have some epiphanies, some aha moments to help prepare you to get from where you are to where you want to be. So go to imemefu.com. Check out some cool videos I put there. And then also, if you want to take that success intake survey, feel free to do so. I hope this was helpful. I hope this inspires you to recognize that this too shall pass if you are going through some difficult challenges right now. You're not alone. No one is immune to it. It's a crazy period in life and can be much more stressful when you have those scenarios happening. So I get it. You're not alone. Pretty much everybody in the world is going through it. Either they're just coming out of it, they're in it now, or there's one right around the corner. And uh, just know this too shall pass. Figure out what's yours to do. Do it with all you got, one step and one day at a time. And watch how much progress will be made when you take the actions that you know are yours to take. I hope this was helpful. I will chat with you all soon. I'll look at some some comments over here. Ricardo, hey, great to see you. Timely message, uncle in my house on hospice. Yeah, exactly, man. He's about to go any moment. Well, send my prayers uh, to, to you, your, your uncle, and your entire family. That's, that's not uh, an easy situation to go through. Having this conversation with one of my clients, living in the now. Yep, that's it. And, and the way to look at it also from my perspective of going through similar type of stuff is it wasn't an accident where you heard about it. Like, oh, man, we didn't have any time. So you got some time, brief time to have those conversations and, and to, to close those loops and to close those conversations, which is a blessing. So enjoy that as much as you possibly can. Recently, my wife, uh, Kenya, had a heart attack. Oh, my God. She's doing okay, but her heart is operating 30%. So I'm dealing with it. Man, man, geez, tell your wife. I said I'm sending prayers. I, I know your wife, and I'm sorry to hear that. But I also know she's a, a Puerto Rican fighter, so she will pull through this uh, with a blazing glory. And with you by her side, that, that makes it even better. Karen, what's up? Good evening. Donna, uh, sign up for the seminar at 2 p.m. Part of your web training class? Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I do I do some. I do one on Thursdays at 2. So if that's the one you're talking to, yes. Um, Donna, uh, great information. Perfect. Thank you. Ron, hey, what's up? Hope all is well. Ricardo, my priority is to stay focused, take care of members, be an inspiration to others, focus on what I can control and continue to live and enjoy my life. Yes, I'm at peace with myself. Life goes on. I will enjoy it while I can. Absolutely. Max Canner, hey, Tom, you're awesome. Thank you. Ricardo, thank you. Will do. Yes. And uh, one of the things I shared and Max shared it was important to him. And uh, I had some neighbors actually stop me on my walking of the dog, tell me it was important and, and valuable for them is... Uh, a question that I ask myself on a regular basis, especially the last two years, which is a question in my mind that I, I 
picture coming from God, the, the almighty God, the creator, asking me, do you trust me, Tom? Do you trust me? So if I have anxiety, if I have fear, if I have worry, that answer would be, no, I don't trust you. But I've thankfully emotionally grown to a point where I can answer that question, no matter what craziness is going on, no matter if it's literally my life or a close loved one's life on the line, do you trust me? Coming from God, my answer is yes. Wholeheartedly. I stand for what I stand for. I live my life. I give glory to God. I love myself. I love my neighbors. I love my family. I love my friends. I love you. As if, you know, it, it were me. Like, I, I love my enemies. I love my haters. I wish all well. And when it's my time, it's my time. And that, that goes for anything. Like chaos, struggle, difficulties, challenges, the whole gamut of all the different things that could happen that could fall into those categories. The story of Job comes to mind. You know, I, I, I pray that that's not a path I will be uh, on. And I pray for uh, God's hand to guide me and, and lead me to a path that won't have that level of struggle and challenges and chaos. But I trust God, whatever that means. That means in the good, and that means in the bad. And whatever labels in between, I ask myself throughout the day that question that I, in my mind, picture coming from God, do you trust me? There were many times in my life, in my journey, that I would have fought that answer, said, nope, apparently you don't know what the hell you're doing, because <laughs> this is messed up. I shouldn't be having to go through this. They shouldn't have to be going through this. That's not fair. That shouldn't have happened. And now I've come to peace knowing that it's all perfect. Even the things that I don't think are. Do you trust me? My answer is yes. And I, I do what's mine to do. One step, one day at a time. I'll cry. There are times I'll cry. There are times I'll shed a tear. There are times I'll, I'll wonder why that had to happen. And I remember that perspective God has is not my perspective. From my perspective, that looks like total crap, a disaster, but I don't have the full perspective. So I ask that question, do you trust me? Coming from God, my answer is yes. I've had people reach out and say, Tom, I, I like it, I hear it, but my answer is still no. I get it. I get it. I've been there. Thankfully, I've come through. And, and, and oh, by the way, to think I don't have any problems, hell, <laughs> I've got problems that can choke a horse. And that's the funny part. Let's just talk about that for a second. Um, you know, oh, Tom, if I had your life, fuck, nobody could handle my life. <laughs> I can barely handle my life. <laughs> it's amazing. I'd be pissed if it wasn't me. Uh, like I have, I've, I've created one hell of a life, a kick-ass life, but it has its challenges. It has its problems. It has its difficulties as any life does. So if we all were to throw our problems in a pile and our problems were related to a shoe, we all threw those shoes in a pile. And at the end of the day, we're looking at all those shoes and all those problems. You see my problems, you'd be like, shit, I'll just keep my own problems. I, I know how to handle my problems. I don't know how to handle those problems. And I would feel the same about yours. You can handle it. I probably couldn't. And vice versa. Hopefully that brings you some peace. Ask yourself, coming from God, 
Do you trust me? My hope is you can get to a place where you say yes. I don't know. Hey, this hurts. This is painful. I don't get it. I don't understand it, but I trust you. And I'm going to figure out what's mine to do today. What's the step that's mine to take right now? And I'm going to take it. And my hope is you'll have the affirmative answer to that throughout the challenges and difficulties that come your way. And you also won't compare yourself to others. Man, if I only had their life, you couldn't handle their life and they couldn't handle yours. You got it. Stay strong. Stay faithful. Pump yourself up. You're a kick-butt problem solver. Go kick some butt. And go check out that uh, that fun survey at IamMeFU.com. Fully and unapologetically. Hope this is helpful. I will talk with you soon. Until next time, make today great. Sharon, thanks, Tom. My pleasure. Ricardo, I agree. All right. God bless y'all. Make today great. Bye for now.